Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Long time, no listen. I'm Sarah. (laughs) That was my attempt at having a normal roll call greeting, but we'll try it again. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. And I'm Claudia. <laughs> and welcome back. One, two, clink. Cheers. Cheers. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. Hi guys, so before you start listening to the episode, here's a little PSA. So I'm going to tell you guys in like five minutes on here that we're talking about the male gaze. We're not at all. We're talking about our firsts, our first times with everything, and I think it's a lot better. We're dumb. We started to talk about the male gaze, but then it flowed so seamlessly into the topic that we talked about, so we wanted to let you guys know what you were getting into. Ooh. Yes. So Mm -hmm. thanks. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) <laughs> hi hello we hey everyone hi. Hi. hi we missed you and it's only been a week but we're here today to talk about the male gaze so does anyone want to explain what the male gaze is <laughs> well because like i was gonna explain it to you guys but um i didn't really think i'd start sound smart enough so i was gonna hand it off i did google it guys to make sure i didn't mess up so it, would, it would be from Google, so it would be very accurate if you would like to hear. Why don't you just read it off? Get the Make official sure you definition. Decide. If you have to use it, we're for it. You have to cite it. Oh. Wait, I'm not going to – I was going to actually cite it, like, it, it, on my voice, if that counts. Okay, so basically I'm not going to use the exact wording unless someone else wants to say it. Okay. <laughs> Looks directly at Sydney. Just, yeah. just – you want me to say it? I can try and, like, if okay. it's bad, just Don't cut it read out. it. We're just, like – I'm not. Read it yeah. and then take the concept. I'm leaving all know? this in, by the way. This okay. is hilarious. So basically, the male gaze is like the the heterosexual, whoa, what is this definition? Okay, basically, the male gaze is like guys sexualizing women and like treating them as objects, and they are supposed to be superior, and it's like the heterosexual way of living, which is kind of like the society we still live in today. Patriarchal baby, right? I thought that was pretty good, and I didn't even use my Google definition. That was pretty good. Basically, we're we're like all ingrained to do things to appease the male gaze like the way women the way we dress the way we carry ourselves in the sense that like 
when we go to college, the nudge nudge we get from our moms is like, find your husband in college, like make sure you dress for your classes, like stuff like that. In like not even just heterosexual male gaze, but I feel like in all kinds of circles, there's like a dominant like male gaze, you know? Like even like LGBTQ communities, there's always like a certain gaze perspective people try to appease and it's the same heterosexual white straight male you know that's what heterosexual means so i just said heterosexual twice exactly i also feel like in well like what you just said reminded me like with like makeup and things like now we've taken into like power a lot of those things so like makeup fashion whatever it's like we don't do it for you we do it for us and to feel more confident but like it hasn't always been like that like until very very recently like in the past like decade or so so i think for anybody to say like oh my god we've grown so much and we are not living in a patriarchal society you have to be ignorant and stupid and sorry but there's also like the men who are like i don't want girls who wear a lot of makeup like they need to be like natural whatever and i feel like that does apply to the male gaze because like that's guys being like dipshits good point but like honestly like they don't even know what natural is. Like, natural to them is, like, a full face of makeup. Literally. Yeah. Wait, that's so funny. Whenever I hear that, I literally laugh because I'm like, oh, you think I care? That like, is fast. <laughs> you're like, like, girl, like, did I ask you? No. So I don't know why you're offering it. It's also always, like, an inserted opinion, too. Like, it's never like, babe, what do you think about me and my makeup habits? Like, no one, what? No. Yeah. Also, sometimes I feel like girls would think, okay, is this too slutty to wear to the workplace? Who the fuck cares? Literally, the entire week buying turtlenecks and literal, like, sweat pants so i'm like yeah. i don't want to look I, curvy yeah but like that i get it because like you're so ingrained in you yeah. to not want to look like that like do you know what i mean and like point here point here it's weird because like the idea the ideal body changes like generation generation because like in the 50s it was like Marilyn monroe like curvier like more full bodies and then like in the course in like the 90s it was like stick thin like supermodel yeah, yeah. and now we're getting into like fake ass fake boob territory but like being curvy nowadays fucking sucks because the idea of like what Claudia was saying like, like professional work place or like going on a date or like going to the beach or like meeting parents things like that the first thing you have to think of at least like from my perspective is like what am I gonna wear where I don't look like one like a nun but also mm-hmm. like if I wear anything remotely tight or low cut I look like I'm going to like strip down the street so it's kind of like like i went on a date last week and i wore a fucking normal sweater that sophia got me a fucking normal sweater and i'm sitting at the table and i like you know how you can like feel a gaze the dude's not even looking at my face he's at least staring at my tits it's not like i was wearing like a low-cut shirt with like a big old push-up bra i was fucking wearing a literal sweater and i like and because like buttoned all my buttons and i just noticed him go like Argh. And I was like, yeah, this is awkward. Oh, Lord. Did he notice? He noticed. Oh, right? no. Later, yeah. later that night, he was like, I saw you button your shirt. And I was like, yes, you were staring at my tits. Like, I don't know what you expected <laughs> me to do. So. I feel like some people just naturally are blessed. 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 Blessed with blessed. big boobs. And blessed. that's, like, pretty unfortunate if we're you're wearing a professional t-shirt, I feel like. It's just, like, I feel like it's hard to, like, not have the gap. And, like, the worst is the butt. Because, like. If you get suit pants, you feel like you're literally wearing bell bottoms, but not even like bell bottoms. Like bell bottoms, like it starts to go out at the hip. It doesn't go out at like the ankle or like a troll because you're getting swallowed by your pants or like your voluptuous big booty because the pants are like tailored to you. I've accepted that I have a voluptuous big booty and I will now only be wearing pants that show them off to work. Do you guys know if like offices still have rules though? Like you can't wear skirts too short. Like I heard you. So many. Literally every single one. So annoying. Or it's like frowned upon, like the whole like it's highly discouraged. It's like, like what a lot of workplaces have like a strict dress code, but yeah. like things are becoming more casual now, especially with like Zoom and stuff. But like some like professions, like law, like office work, things like that, like in finance, you still have like a strict thing. But like I remember my first internship, freshman year, I was a PR company. I had a color code. I could only wear like black, gray, white, blue, or olive green. Wow. And I was like, luckily, all I wear is black anyway. But like. Sorry if we don't have people come to the office. Sorry if I want to wear a pink shirt one day. Like, is that gonna offend you? Is it gonna frighten you? <laughs> also, don't even get me started on like Catholic school. Like, I went to an all girls Catholic private high school, which is like a threesome combination for literal disaster. And like, I had to wear a skirt, and every week 
they would make us like line up in front of the classroom and they would measure our skirts and like if we didn't we would literally get like a demerit and first of all demerits are so fucking stupid and second of all it's like why though like it's an all-girls school because it's already controversial saying like oh a man is going to be distracted and want to have sex with you in the middle of a lecture hall if you wear your skirt too short like that's already controversial but i was like we're in an all-girls school it's not it's not controversial it's stupid we got ours measured with note cards and like for us we couldn't show our collarbones we couldn't wear dangly earrings we couldn't have certain nail colors and the funny thing was my arms are double jointed meaning that like when i put my arms down it's a different length because my arm swivels out so my skirts were up my hoo-ha and they couldn't (laughs) tell me shit because it was finger length but i would literally strut down chapel because we had to like walk through the auditorium like rows in front of everyone to get communion I would swing my butt. I would literally skip down the thing, like with my skirt blowing in the wind. And ours were like, finger length. It was te- it was uh, it was three inch- knees. Ours was three inches above the knee or finger length. Dang. But every girl at my school either had their skirts rolled or literally hemmed Dang. so far up their hoo ha it looked like the a belt. Yeah, and yeah. the spandex underneath. Yep, purple zebra. Wait, going back to Sarah going to an all girls private school. Wait, did you have male teachers? Yes, yeah. we had so, like, three. <laughs> I feel like. That was why, which is so yeah. fucked up on so many levels. Maybe. Like the prof- like the teachers can't really control themselves, so that's why the girls still wear like those skirts. That message is so wrong. Like, hers was yeah. For the first three years at my school, though, all classes are um, gender separated. But really? that message sending yeah. out to people like that's literally wow. so wrong. Like having so some wrong. sweaty ass little four eleven chunky boy in my class is not going to shock me from learning four plus four. Like I never understood that. But it's also so wrong, especially in college. Like I know at Penn State even, which is like a huge state school, so it blows my mind. They have rules where it's like you can't wear tank tops to class, you can't wear blah blah blahs to class, and like I don't think you'd actually get punished if you did. But like even in the summer, it's like you can't wear like a sleeve thing because one of my best friends goes to Penn State and she tells me all the time, and it's like. What kind of message is that sending to people? It still blows my mind. That's like saying, if you get murdered, it's your fault because you looked at the person wrong. Like, that makes no sense to me. I know, like, Notre Dame, which, like, isn't surprising because it's Notre Dame, got, like, a huge, like, thing of parents coming in complaining, saying that, like, girls wearing leggings were distracting the guys. (laughs) And the guys, like, couldn't control themselves. So, like, they had to ban leggings at Notre Dame. Couldn't control themselves? I never know if it actually went through, but I remember it was, like, all over the news. I'm sorry, but to men, to parents, if your son, if your brother, if you are getting turned on by a girl's collarbone or by the way her shoulder sits when she sits down or like her calves. I'm sorry, but you have a problem. Like you have an addiction. Like Like if I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and you get like your knocker comes up at the side of my collarbones, you have an issue. I think besides the societal issue that we live in right now, that man is just fucked up. Besides the society needs to change. Men, more men needs to go see therapists generally we'll have just need <laughs> to go there also they seem to stop i feel like men get sexualized so much earlier than girls do not sexualized in the sense that like they're the object of sexuality but they get interested in sex because like boys are watching porn in like sixth grade in sixth grade i was obsessed with one direction <laughs> i was wearing flannels and bright blue doc martens and like playing star doll on my computer i wasn't like watching someone get fucked on a table like why is there like a discrepancy there you know what it is i think it's because girls fantasize of relationships and guys fantasize about sex when they were younger wild to me but why are you literally 12 i don't understand is those like are boys like taught this like sex 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 or is it something like you think that's like ingrained in them I think it begins in the sixth grade locker room. Locker room. Locker room talk. Ew, goodbye. Mm. I feel like... Guess where it all begins. Sixth grade, sixth grade PE. I have a question. When did you all learn that a blowjob... Like, exactly what a blowjob was? That's number one. When I gave one. And my number <laughs> And my number two question is, when did you learn exactly how sex worked? Because I only learned how sex worked when I had it the first time, but a blowjob, I only found out freshman year of high school. Okay, so first, like, blowjob, I learned after sex. Like, I knew, like, really? what sex was first, because my mom was, like, I guess was, like, told by one of her friends, like, you have to teach her sex now. I was in second grade, and my mom, like, pulls out a book of, like, little pictures and stuff, and it was, like, a picture book explaining what sex was. So, like, I understood <laughs> from the little pictures, like, the science behind it. I'm, like, boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Penis goes in the vagina. Oh my God, that's that line from that movie Kindergarten Cop. Have you guys seen Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger? He like it's like this gigantic like eight foot man. He's like 
working at a kindergarten. He's an ex-cop. And he's like, what do you all know? His last name. What do you all know about sex? Or, like, about the, the, the class. And this little boy is like, he's literally, like, four. He's like, boys have penises and girls have vaginas. And he's like, okay. And then one of the girls is like, what is He's like, my mom's a lesbian. Like, yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but, like, do you guys have that book when you were, like, literally and it's like the girl wearing like a towel and cucumbers in her eyes and it's like the body and i had to read it and i was like mommy what is this why is she shaving lily why is she cutting her legs yeah that's how i learned about well am i gonna buy that for my kid bitch you'll read why is she shoving a piece of paper up her vagina to catch blood and it's like like people like stuffing their bra and it's like the boobs and i'm like why are we reading this i first thought period pads were for pa they were like diapers so, for what well that makes diapers. that makes so much that makes sense, sense. <laughs> that's like thought. that's understandable and we went since american god all like two weeks ago yeah <laughs> We like physically made reservations. <laughs> we never win. I got an email from American Girl Doll the next day saying, "We understand that you could make it to your reservation, but please let us know ahead of time." And they have like, like they're okay. like twelve and under. We were like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we should all go one of these yeah. weekends. That'd actually be really fun." Uh, I was gonna say I was actually very fortunate for my first sexual experience. It was in middle school. It was with my middle what? school boyfriend. <laughs> What is it? Wait, you mean like kissing? I gave my first kiss on the cheek in sixth grade. No, no. What the fuck? What? See, I was superior because. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I didn't touch him because I didn't feel comfortable. Okay. And. So he touched you. So he touched you. You got fingered in middle school? school? Yeah. (gasps) Bitch, I didn't get fingered until college. (laughs) My dad's gonna love this episode. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. I have, like, so many questions hearing this. One, like, as a middle schooler, like, did you like it? Like, did you know what was happening? You know, it was very confusing, but I did know what was going on. Yeah. When he was like, okay, do me next. I was like, no, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I was like, no, thank you. But I did know what was going on. It felt good, so but he was also weird. And then I didn't have sex for, or didn't have any sexual activities till, like, three years later, so. Did he ruin it for you? No, I just didn't find the right one to do it with. Aww. And also, it was in the beginning of high school when, like, yeah. no one was talking about sex, I feel like, freshman year, and I just kind of, like. My high school was wild. I went to an all-girls school freshman year. So. Oh, you did? Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So, my first experience with sex was, because I was a very late bloomer. When I was a porn, and it was because... In seventh grade, we had like our sixth, our like graduation trip from elementary school to high school, because my school went to sixth grade and then seventh to twelfth, but they postponed it for a year because I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And we did like a tour around Europe with our like our grade, and I had my own room in Italy, and it was like the height, the precipice, the literally apex <laughs> of my One Direction accession. And this was like the time where I was writing Wattpad stories and like my Tumblr phase and like everyone's writing about sex and that's like when I started to understand what sex was. I was reading After by um, Anna Todd and the movies are awful. The books are incredible. Sorry, but I was reading it and I was like, oh my god, Harry Styles is putting his finger in a girl's hoo ha. What is this? <laughs> Why do you keep calling it a hoo ha? And so I like went on Tumblr because I was like my thing. And you know how like they had like gifts like yeah. that had like, just become a thing. Yes. And there were like sexual gifts on Tumblr. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, what am I watching? And then there's this like voice actor who had a Tumblr, and he is a British guy, and he would and me, he would like me. Ill, not the guy from Harry Potter. Ill, that Ill, he looks like a penis. Literally, Um, no. And this guy would voice act every person of One Direction for like different sexual scenes and read out the sex scenes from like Wattpad from his perspective. I remember I felt this joy in my lower body, and I was like, "What is this?" And that's how I discovered the people. But yeah, and then I didn't have my first kiss till senior year. So there was a long break in between then. But I love how you remember that exact moment. It's just weird though because I had first and second base before I had my first kiss, or I had second base before my first That's kiss. That's crazy. Because the guy I liked literally gaslighting me into like because he didn't want people to know that we were hooking up. Because like yeah, being yeah. from the south, my school is all white, so I was the only black girl. So it's kind of like you didn't want to be that person. So we would hook up. And he wouldn't want anyone to know, so he wouldn't kiss me, so he could like have plausible deniability. So I'd just be doing stuff to him, he wouldn't be doing it to me. So that's just a way of being like, we're gonna hook up, but like I'm not gonna be part of it, you know? So I didn't do, yes, yeah, so that's how I was. So for one time, I gave him a Chick Fil A hand wipe to clean up with, 
those things are like 99% like sterile alcohol and he was burning and I was like maybe this is karma (laughs) but yeah that is karma I fully believe that's karma I feel like sex that should have been the beginning though but you know they don't have that really quick question wait is second base like oral or is it like hand drawn? Everyone hand has drawn. different opinions about that. Yeah. yeah. But also, why do we use baseball to describe sex? I don't know. Like that's how stupid fucking shit American oh. education is. Is like instead of telling you specifically the steps of sex, we're gonna acknowledge you baseball. Yeah. Which no one fucking understands. Which only men understand. Literally. So You're we're gonna, softball. We're gonna but... talk about baseball and not tell you what the bases mean. Just tell you to get to a base. Is softball the same rules as baseball? I think they just throw differently and the balls are different. Yeah. And there's like, Maybe the same rules though. Okay. The balls are yellow, I think. Fun story about Sydney's wah pad. I realized, because I was a very like, I didn't have like my first sexual encounter until high school, but like I was a very sexual person since I was four years old because I discovered what masturbation was when I was four years old in kindergarten. And it wasn't the typical masturbation. Like I wasn't like fingering myself. Sorry, so TMI, but hmm, have fun listening. Um, I like was like on a carpet one day and I kind of like scooted up against it and I was like, Friction be nice. My gene friction literally turns me on. (laughs) I used to do that shit too. Like as like a five year old. And I did that when I was in kindergarten. I didn't know what I was. But it's not just me. It's just how I get off now. I don't touch myself still. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Because <laughs> for some reason, that's how bad it is. I'm still uncomfortable touching myself. Like, I, I, it's not comfortable for me. Like, I'll start laughing. I don't I like do it. I do have to thank my middle school boyfriend for that because I discovered masturbation afterwards. Because after he made me feel good, I was like, I can do this myself any single time. Strong, independent women out here. So then I discovered masturbation. And I have to say middle school meaning, like, eighth grade, not, like, sixth grade. Yes. Oh, there's a big difference. Yeah, yeah there's there a big difference. Ooh, guys, look at this me in middle school didn't know any of this shit. I went from like a little Oompa Loompa to like a little less of an Oompa Loompa. So I was kind of like, I was kind of like still in my like awkward phase. And um, I like knew like the idea of sex, but I didn't know what it was. And people like had to teach me what a blowjob was. They had like explain it to me. So I just thought your mouth sat on his dick and you didn't do anything. It just sat there. I, I didn't comprehend. The blow job. See, I didn't know what a blowjob was till senior year. Of high school? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it was just all my sexualization without, like, the man part till senior year. Yeah. And that was very fun. Let me enlighten you, ladies. Okay. This is why, if you looked at my search history on my computer or my phone for the entirety of my life from sixth grade to quite literally probably yesterday, it's WikiHow. And it started with, like, how to make a boy like you, how to Ooh, talk to a boy. We love those. How to kiss how to a, boy, a boy. How to make out. How That's to flirt. Thing. How to give a hand job. How to give a blowjob. That shit had pictures. It had mm-hmm. words. It had techniques. It had videos. <laughs> I was like, okay, WikiHow. How to How have to make sex. a boy like you over, like, the girl you're jealous of. Literally. That was my like, biggest one. They were so specific. That's how I learned everything. Because I we didn't have sex ed at my school. Mm-hmm. My parents would not tell me a single word. We didn't have a sex talk until after I was in college and after I had, like, two boyfriends. But also, like, I remember so vividly getting my first boyfriend senior year and we were like let's take a romantic bath together let's get the jacuzzi together and i remember saying physically out loud and over text we had to be careful it doesn't slip near me so i thought that's how i would get pregnant is if it was in my vicinity and i was fucking 18 years old so that's just how sad that reminds me of glee with quinn and finn remember how Wait, Quinn and... Oh, my God. Yeah, wait, was it Quinn and Finn? Yeah. So, like, they were in a hot tub or something. Yeah. And she got pregnant from another guy, and he... The girl was just like, it's you, because we were in a hot tub together, and he believed it for literally an entire year. That's insane, bro. Oh, my God. That's what the sadness of... They had sex ed, too, so I'm like, huh? And then he died, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's so sad. crazy. It's not funny. We're spoiling Half the people in Glee either died or became literal child pornographers. (laughs) Or they're drug addicts. Like, they're literally in prison. Yeah. My friend, I remember, it was like her junior year and she literally went to go take a pregnancy test because she gave a guy head and thought swallowing cum can make you pregnant no the first so the the first system the first time i let the guy slip it in so sorry mom and dad um (laughs) i remember my friend chance and i i literally was crying in her car and she drove me to see us take a pregnancy test and then i realized i'd never had sex but yeah, I'm you're scared. crazy. But that's a, that says a lot about how paranoid you are now, though. Because that makes sense. It's because like stress makes you your period late. Yeah. And I haven't even had sex, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> There's this theory that's going around that's like, well, not. I mean, I guess right now a lot of people still think it right now. That's like, if you pee after sex, you won't get pregnant. That's, that's the so biggest lie. I've wait, ever wait. Heard. Right, hurts okay, to pee I, after <laughs> sex. Yeah. I, I do still believe that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no you, I pee, bro. Okay, two things. One, 
me after sex like I don't even wait two seconds and I'm already getting up the guys like where are you going I'm like pissing I'm like what the Same. fuck do you think I don't like, even cuddle nothing mine does not work for at least 30 minutes you're crazy you uh, uh, from UTI I, was, I will literally crawl myself there to not get a UTI <laughs> like I don't care what will happen I'm like I will pee on that bed so I won't get a UTI oh okay my. okay yeah. too very aggressive guys but what self-care that's called what was the second thing we were talking about I love how we, this is really not on our agenda whatsoever. We're always talking about our first sex experience. It's a whole other episode. So I'm like, this is too long. We're talking we are halfway through this goddamn episode. When we're literally talking about milestones, we're not even talking about the male gaze. It's not male milestones. Gaze. It's our milestones. Our milestones oh, is all of our first. It's literally all of our milestones. It's a whole other episode. Should we just do milestones or we do the intro? Yeah. We can just redo the intro, I guess. We could just do like sex. We can do male gaze tomorrow. Okay. And then yeah. do, literally, we all want to do This talk is about milestones. milestones. So this is milestones changing. Change uh, Topic. Topic. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. Never mind. This might be too TMI. Never mind. For <laughs> no, say it, and then if you feel uncomfortable, do you, okay. So like popping a cherry technically isn't like a real thing, but like yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Did you guys do it? Yes. Did I it pop my cherry for sure? Because I never used tampons before. I, I lost. I didn't. Tampon. I'm sorry. What is popping a cherry? Mean? Did you bleed when you got your oh had God. your virginity? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I bled a little bit, but not like a lot. Oh my. Yeah. How can his dick was literally this big? I have to tell you this story. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Sure. We're ready. Okay, so my first sex story, I was in senior year and I was going over to this guy's house, beautiful house in New Hampshire. <laughs> beautiful house. He was rich. rich. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my first time and he knows. And so we had sex and then it hurt like a motherfucker. And then I felt something. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> oh, what'd you feel? A liquid coming down. I was like, oh shit. I thought it was a myth. I legitimately, because everyone told me, oh, no one bleeds. It's a myth. Like, that's something people made up. So I was like, that's not happening to me. And then he looked down. It was a puddle of blood on his bed. And then. Did he get mad? Uh, he didn't. And he was that's like, nice. go use the shower and I'll clean up. And he cleaned up and then we just Aww. laid a sheet. Bare minimum. Oh like, literally, bare minimum. <laughs> on the rug. He kill you. And <laughs> that was my first sex. That's cool. I went for like the first two weeks I had sex. No way. Sex yeah. yeah. So I'll never forget. We, me, and, me and Claudia were in Sarah's room looking for something. And Sarah's like, yeah, it's on the nightstand. So <laughs> Claudia went to go pick up the first thing she saw. And it was literally a dildo. She threw it at me. And I was like, fuck, go ahead, touch me. When did that happen? Maybe it was I sitting on her bra. And we went to go get something from her room. And you picked it up. And you literally threw it at me. And I was like, I don't want to touch it on the floor. And she's like, what happened? And we were like, it's her dildo vibrator thing and the thing with like the the two holes was it sparkly i love it like, oh um clearly very sex positive today uh go ahead oh well i don't even remember oh yeah i guess i was gonna tell claudia's story but like my story is like the same as claudia's but i so i don't really wow i can't believe i'm telling people my virginity story we are the sex ed of the internet we, okay oh. guys um because we're good Dude, I didn't even, like, know I was having, like, gonna have sex when it happened. I really? was like, ooh, I'm gonna kiss this guy. And then we ended up naked. And he was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I would, me, I'm like, like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it was my first time, like, seeing a penis. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I thought you were talking about Gilly Gang Jack, like, seeing a penis. Yeah. I yeah, saw him and I was like, whoa. And, like, then he was like, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean, yeah, bro? Do you know what you remind me of when you tell me that story? The turtle from <laughs> Finding Nemo. It's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> squirt. Sorry, so continue. I'm so sorry. Bottom line was, like, I didn't really believe in the cherry thing either because I've heard tampons usually pop it and I used tampons. So I was like, oh, it'll be fine. Like, that's fine. And I also thought, like, I wasn't going to bleed. Turned out bleeding everywhere. I went to, it was a complete mess. And, like, he looks at me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. But he was super nice about it. But, like, it was embarrassing. Y'all bled that much? So much. I bled, like, a few drops. Like, that was it. I, it was for, like, 12 hours, too. Oh, shit. I know. It was not hours like Yeah. You probably said it was, like. It was not like that for me. You know how it's called Pop the Cherry? Yeah. So I remember, um, my friend, she was, like, the sexual one in our friend group, literally since, like, sixth grade. And then she told me this guy popped her cherry. And I was a little bit confused because, one, she did cherry red Jeep. So I was like, did he pop her tire? <laughs> and then the second time, she explained to me it was, like, a sexual thing. Because we, like, didn't say this stuff out, out loud because we went to, like, a very conservative school. Yeah. I remember Katy Perry's song, um, Cherry Chapstick. Yeah. I remember reading. I guess the girl and I liked it, that song. Yeah. I thought she was saying, telling me that she's a lesbian. <gasps> and I was like. The taste of. Taste of her cherry chapstick. And I was like, oh my god. Is she Does a that lesbian? mean pussy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
No, turn chapstick is the term for I didn't know that eating another girl out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's <gasps> like takes up her cherry chapstick. Yeah, because of the yeah, what? It lubricates your mouth. Oh, so it's cherry chapstick. I have yeah. no fucking idea. I yeah. thought she actually just used cherry chapstick. The girls I know. kissed. I thought she was telling me she was lesbian, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, years later, I understood. Damn. But um, I didn't mind it like pop like that. But I also lost my virginity in a parking garage. Outside of the porky pig. <laughs> <laughs> During my lunch break at school. Outside of the what? The in the car? The porky yeah, in my pig. car. But it was never like that kind of experience. But also like, did you guys like work up to it? Because I feel like guys don't understand how to get a girl from point A to point B. They just go pew. Um, I was, I felt like that scene from Euphoria with Maddie, even though she had like already had sex before she was like, I'm a virgin. I'm, I'm only with my guy. fingers. That's it. But like, not me. The next guy I hook up with, I'm gonna tell him that. Dude. I'm gonna straight up be like, I'm a virgin. It's like sexy to some people. And then you like fuck them really good. I, and they're like, what the fuck? That no, I'm gonna be like, you said the other day. Talking about that the other day. Cause I was like, I think I need to like pretend to be bad. So the guy like doesn't think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. I was telling her, you guys, just yesterday that like I feel like on first dates I physically black out and I become a version of myself I don't know. Like I never oh my the, the last one I went, the last one I went on to I was literally like sexting him across the table like physically out loud. And if you guys met me, I'm the most like shy like person I've ever met in my entire life. I literally was like taking my clothes off and I'm like we're literally at a restaurant. I just met you. See, if anything, first dates are, is my most reserved self. Really? Crazy. Let's crazy. talk about first dates. Oh, yeah. Wait, I want to talk about the first time I had sex because remember he tried to put it in my pee hole. Okay. Remember I said oh that towards God. the mic. Yeah, that's a funny story. Teach men, te- okay. teach men female anatomy, teach women female anatomy. Because I remember I tried to finger myself. I didn't know where to put it. I was like, I didn't know there was a hole there. I wanted I to stop. I can't do it with acrylics. Me neither. That's why I don't finger myself. I always have acrylics. <gasps> well, fingering myself doesn't do anything. It's always clitoris stimulation okay. for me. There's for a me. thing on Twitter, like a thread about this, is that a lot of people can't feel themselves finger themselves. Like, I can feel it, but it just doesn't feel. feel it. I can like, feel it, but it's not it as good. good. I just can't come I, from I, it. I did it once, and I was like, "Ew, it feels." Like, you have a complex. I was like, "It feels like like a flesh." Ew. So now I just think about it, and it's all I have to do. Also, the first time I had sex in February of like whatever age i was in like high school i was super like innocent and it was my first time having sex and it was valentine's day weekend and my parents were out of the house and this man i snuck this man over i'm so sorry dad and he and me were like very like touchy whatever it was cute and then he was like let's do it and i was like yeah so i had already i did work up to answer your question we worked it up we did hand jobs blow jobs Touchy, touchy, cutie, cutie, whatever. So he worked it up on his end. Did he work it up on your end? No, he did not. He gave me head a total of one time, and he literally said, ew, and spit it out. (laughs) We always think about it in the perspective of the male, not the girls getting it. Lately, only I've been getting it, and I'm like, hey, I'm not doing shit. (laughs) I got it before I ever gave it. I didn't end up giving it until, like, a year later. I got it, and then I was like, no. I I didn't get head until December. I don't fuck with it. I didn't like it. Only some guys would like it if they're cute, but then... (laughs) Really? I do know. I like fingering more than I like sex. It's only, that's like my favorite thing. Same. Same thing. Wait, not more than sex. Sorry, more than eating out. It's like my favorite. down, (laughs) I only see my rolls. So it's not like... Some men like that. You all are crazy. Men? That's love it. Love it. Some men like rolls. Rolls? It's like like pulling up Some men like... Yeah, if you like bend certain ways, they make you yeah. do it on purpose yeah. so like, you have a roll. If so, hey, I'll give you a roll standing up, sitting down. <laughs> but it's like it's like pulling up to Popeyes, or as a boxing I've ever said, or the Chick Fil A or the Red Lobster and getting extra biscuits. It's how I feel like when guys see rolls. It's just like it's it's there, you know. You get, you know. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not hundred percent sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? 
It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, I forget, but back to my uh, little sex story. So we were in my bed and whatever, and he looked at me in the eyes. It was so romantic. Just kidding, it wasn't. I just said that. So he literally went straight to the sex, didn't eat me out, didn't do anything, literally nothing, and looked at me in the face and was like, Ew. No one there, like, does it hurt? Um, I didn't get that. They were like, I was like, <laughs> My guy, I'm going to explain this to everybody here about why it hurts so bad. And I don't know the scientific backing behind this so I might be lying but this is what it felt like and this is what he did at least halfway through you know when someone like pokes you and it kind of hurts I think that's what I would compare skinny penises to oh I like it wait you know those Oreo straws you used to get when you were little I miss those sorry continue I've actually only had chunky penis (laughs) 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 it's it's cuz it's literally like what the fuck I just don't think I ever had chunky also, penis. <laughs> Why'd you say chunky? That made me so uncomfortable. I liked it. It was funny. Like this. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Literally. Literally. True that. I'm literally gonna start calling them chunky penises from now. What? What else would you call it? It's girthy. No, last time they're chunky. Last week. No. Last week I was up with a guy, and you know, like in your head, you're like, "Wow," we're like, "Good job." We're like, "Yeah." I didn't realize I was so drunk. I physically was like, oh, horse dick. Did you say it out loud? Out loud. I was like, somebody remembered this. And he came over like a couple days ago and he was like, huh, horse dick. And I was like, huh, please kill me. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh, he remembered. No. I literally went, Because huh. sometimes in the heat of the moment, they like pretend they didn't hear it or like, you did that too. Yeah. I know we all do it. They like say stuff or they do stuff and you like pretend you don't notice or pretend like someone farts. You say fart. I love you. Someone queefs. You literally, you're like, I love you and I want to marry you and have all your babies. Yeah. What? I said that before. It's like, queefing is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. But I love queefing. So, it feels I hate good. It. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's it's funny. It is embarrassing because what if they think it's a fart? It's so nice. So, <laughs> well, I got so sorry. Sorry, I love that shit. No, <laughs> That's literally, apparently like the other night when I was like, I was like, talking to a guy and like when I was there the other night, he didn't tell me until like the next time I saw him, but he was, we were talking, he was like, he did something embarrassing, like burps, and so I was laughing at him, and he goes, what, it's not like you farted in bed the other night and woke yourself up? And I go, bro, that wasn't cool. Not even saying that. This is so gross. Whenever I have to fart in a guy's bed, I just, I literally kegel my asshole so that when I have to fart, it comes out silent. Wait, me too. Me too. This is such a bonding moment for us, not just with our, you listeners. It's a bonding when, moment for us. When you're spooning, I always wonder if they can feel me king- kegeling my asshole. Like, no, like, slurping it in. I know that I, I silent it. farted so hard, but I was like, it's silent, and he's so fucking drunk. I don't think he's conscious. And he told me, he's like, you're like a little like heat lamp when you sleep. I was like, my asshole. I fucking pasta and burrata. That's what I was like, heat lamp. 
I mean, he was like, what? That's the opposite. I was like, yeah. This is the same guy with Asperger's thing. I feel so bad. I was like a fucking dumbass. Sorry. Wait, can you please tell that story really quick? It's yeah. Like two seconds. So this I was on a date with this guy, and he's talking about his, like, friend, and he's like, my friend has Asperger's, and I literally have the hearing of an 80-year-old woman. And I said asthma, and I was like, oh, I have asthma, too. And the guy was like, what? And I was like, ah, ah, I thought you said asthma, and then it got really silent, and I spilled my drink all over myself. So. That's so funny. You have the best date stories. I, I think that was all a single date. Scares me. That's why. Just, that's why he's ghosting me. The last eight stories that Zenny literally just told was all from the same date. If you didn't know. So dead. But back to my first sex story. <laughs> all that happened was basically, I'll skip the dramatics, but all that happened was that he shoved it in my pee hole so far into it. Do you understand how small your fucking pee hole is? He shoved it in my pee hole so far up, I started sobbing with pain. And I was like, this isn't normal, this isn't normal, this isn't normal. He had me, TMI, handcuffed to this bed, tied up Wait, to my first rack. time? Yes. Good morning. I'm kinky. And literally shoved it straight up my pee hole every time. We had no vaginal sex that night. No no vaginal, how anal so penetration sex that night. how did your UTI go? Because it was... That's how, but that's how you get UTI one? I was going to say, did you get one? Oh. The first one's always the worst. Got the worst UTI of my life. Wait, after your virginity? After my, me after too. I lost my virginity. But I didn't know what it was. I was so confused. Me too. Well, I didn't. I was afraid I would get a kidney infection because that happened to my mom, and yeah. I didn't know because I didn't never knew what a UTI was. Never had a UTI before, and I did ballet, which is saying something, and swim, which is also saying something. And my mom is like genetically like you know passed down from my mom to me, yeah. and I got a UTI. I had no idea what it was. It went untreated for literally a week and a half. Oh my! God. I was so surprised I didn't get a kidney infection cranberry and get juice. put in the hospital. That's shit. I never drink cranberry juice, and I Bro, don't have a good. I drink cranberry juice every track system every two days not only delicious i cannot understand you guys wow let me speak a lot of your punani must smell good sorry (laughs) um i don't think so (laughs) i'm just kidding yes i'm just smiling you're like i'm just just kidding okay wait okay y'all i told her this uh, i think really earlier this week um the first time i got a yeast infection from dance like my um my uh leotard i could not stop farting for the longest time wait what the fuck but when i was farting it smelled like a croissant I remember I kept telling my mom, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I went to the doctor, I was like, bitch, and my, my butt smells like a fucking croissant. And she's like, you You're not going to make anyone else ever want to eat croissants again. <laughs> I mean, it smells fucking good, but I was like, why does my asshole smell like a fucking croissant? <laughs> Ooh, that was awesome. What are we talking about? Right? <laughs> okay, wait, so we're on first. What was your first love? I feel like people say they have their first love in, like, high school, but then it's like, it's gonna get really depressing. But then you break up. But my thing is like this: people say they have their first love, and then they break up, and they almost always end up hating the person. But how do you know that you love them if it's your first time experiencing those feelings? Oh. You know. I, so how do you know that it's love? You know. First of all, I had a boyfriend before I had my first love, and I like I obviously liked him, I had a crush on him, and everything. But like I just didn't feel the same. It like just was not the same feeling. Until, like, my technically first love. But then he damaged me very badly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I feel like you can... It's, like, kind of, like, easy to tell. Like, because it's kind of, like, more of a feeling. Like, I had, like, a little boyfriend beforehand. I had, like, some boys I, I liked. <laughs> and then, like, the first time, like, I actually was in love with someone, I was like, whoa, what's this feeling? I'm like, that's kind of crazy shit. Didn't end up well. But I was like, crazy. That's it. What is this feeling? Does first love ever end well? Question mark. Some are worse than others, I would like to think. Okay, yes. I don't know, because with my first high school love, it was really, really great at the beginning, and I would marry this man. Then he started treating me like shit, and I was like, hmm. So it was like a fizzle out, kind of like what the last like five months of our relationship, so I didn't actually care when we broke up. But with my first actual love, that shit hurt it. So it was probably like a five-month official relationship, and then it went on for like a year and a half after that, like an off and on kind of thing. And I felt the effects of that, oh my god, for so long. Yeah. And like, I guess I still feel the effects of that in a way. 
but it's I don't even know how to explain it because I thought that I had love with my high school love but then in hindsight it's different hindsight's what screws you up because when you break up with a person and then you think about it you're like well was that true love or was that lust or obsession or whatever exactly you know when I mean? you think about these things or was yeah. that like friendliness it doesn't you yeah. know like after my first love I was like okay maybe I was just really like it was lust and it wasn't meant to be like it wasn't like real love that's why I was hurt so bad but like but looking back at it, I feel like it was just love at that point, you know? Like, you can't really judge it by, like, okay, maybe it was just, like, superficial love because yeah. I like his body and everything, you know? But See, I think yeah. about that because, like, my first boyfriend we dated for a year and a half, senior year, and I think back on it and, like, it sure as hell, sure, sure as hell. Sure as hell. Sure as hell. Right. Sure as hell wasn't was. My father was, like, my fourth. Him yeah. listening to this Literally, right now, jaw dropped. Bowl cut, uh-huh. and then it sure as hell wasn't love. That man was a psychopath, and he literally cheated on me like eight times. And like, this is the best part. So like, I'm a little bit crazy. So what I do is like, when I so when I, this is what happens when I break up with the guy, I screenshot all of the awful things he said to me and put it in a stupid little album in my notes. So if I ever in my whole life try to be like, oh, I loved him or we were so good together, I just open a little cute little folder and like blah blah blah. I was looking through it and like when we broke up. His, he had like this huge paragraph to me. We broke up like 800 times, like the final time. He told me one, I was like, sister, he liked to fuck. And I was like, let's run that back. A sister that you like to have sex with, mm. you belong in jail because <laughs> that's disgusting. You belong in jail or in that very weird space in Pornhub. Exactly. And you should just stay there forever and never come out of your house. And then he was like, you're also hard to love and hard to want. And I was like, okay. Props for the alliteration, like the little like catchy phrase. Silver lining. Literally. Are you okay? I was like, I, I gave him Literature. props for the language used because that was kind of cute. But then I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. Literally five four. I'm five two, so like I'm goodbye, motherfucker. So I'm like in the moment. Probably, is he also a white supremacist? No, probably, probably still is. Because the oh UV, UVA, yeah. he probably is. Oh. But um, so I have to go to UVA. You're probably not white supremacist. But yeah. um, in my head, like in the moment, I was like, this is love. I think it was more of like it's the first guy that actually liked me. So I was like, this has to be love. Mm-hmm. But like thinking about marriage with him, I was like, oh god, please no. So I don't think I had it until college or like until now. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like no one tells you when you're little like what love is. Like, we learn, like, oh, red heart, dump, dump, cutie, kissy face, Valentine. Yeah. But, like, no one says, like, love feels like this, this, and this. And it might fucking suck sometimes. You might fight. You might hurt each other. But love is coming out on the other side like this. No one tells you, like, love fucking sucks sometimes. They no. just tell you, like, oh, it's the gushy, gushy, tingly, tingly, warm fuzzies. But See, no one says, like, it could be cool prickly sometimes. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, bad, it's real bad. Yeah. Like, with my first love, like, I think I loved him. Because, like, when he was good, he was really, really good. But then, when he was bad, for a really long time, he was really bad. And I was still, like, in love with him at that point. But I think I was more in love with the idea of him. Exactly. Than him, actually. Like, the idea I created in my head. What I'm hearing is, we've all just had toxic relationships (laughs) as first love. I've never met... Like, and I'm not even, this isn't even an insult, but, like, I've never met a group of people who could, like, relate so much on this topic. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many people in this world who I feel like, oh, yeah, like, oh, my high school boyfriend, he said something mean to me one time. All of us, I feel like we have, like, specific situations. And as bad as they were, I feel like it all made us grow up really quickly and mature. And now, in our next relationship, maybe... We'll have Maybe. a better experience because we've had the bad ones, if that makes sense. Next. I completely <laughs> I agree. I think that will happen to all of us because I am psychic. I think yeah, you forgot yeah. from last episode, Sophia's so psychic. So. I, you know what's obviously like very fucking scary? What? Is that like as a collective, as individuals, as like speaking just to other women in general or age, having like a psycho toxic boyfriend is so much more common than having a Dude, good guy. Dude, are you kidding me? To the point where like if you know a girl that has a good, good guy, we're like... How the what? fuck did you find him? Something wrong are with him? Because a lot of people don't talk yeah. about it is the thing. Like, I'm sure, like, every single girl our age has gone through something like that. But, like, no one talks about it because it's not socially acceptable. That's literally, like, every TikTok is, like, the bare minimum. Like, when you're like, oh, no, I don't really want to have sex right now. And the guy's like, okay. I will literally tell you guys that. And you're like, wow, what a gentleman. And then we all sit there and we're like, why the fuck do we just say that? Yeah. We're like, like, what's our problem? Why are, like, why are we begging for like good morning good night texts or like doing something nice for us or like taking us on our dates that's the fucking bare minimum yeah why are we bar- like what we don't deserve that yeah, yeah. bare yeah. necessities the simple bare necessities like good morning like good night like a date 
No more fights. Ooh. Ooh. Is this also rap career? Ew, goodbye. Why is this so <laughs> strong? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Off the dome. <laughs> I'm going to Tyler's episode off the dome. <laughs> my boyfriend said that to me the other day, and now I'm... I, I you guys laying out. You're like, it's fire. Yeah. Like, okay, We're like Sarah. meshing. It's really annoying. <laughs> Does what? he say goodbye? <laughs> no, they say goodbye. You oh. say you're learning from each oh. other. Oh, yeah, he says that now too, but yeah. in like a more like subtle way. He's like goodbye, goodbye. and I'm like, okay, that hurt Hello. my feelings. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> okay, what about first dates? I love first dates. I'm, I get horny for first dates. Same. I hate them. Oh, I get nervous for first dates. No, oh, oh not except for the last first date. When I was first time, I've been nervous since literally high school. Really? Oh, the last actually since on? my ex. Or That's my understandable though, because he's ex, like weird. Man. That one was weird. He's not weird, but like. The situation. I was weird. No. Well, no. First <laughs> technical date or first date ever? I think my first date. Just in like, general. what are your things? Like, first dates. You like them? You hate them? What are your thoughts? Okay, well, my first date, technical, technically, technical. Technically, it wasn't like a first date afterwards, but it was a first date when I first found out that we're going on a date. We went to the <laughs> <What>? movie. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. okay. <laughs> When I went on a date with him, we went to the movie theater. We were, like, sophomores. Our moms, like, dropped us off, like, separately. And um, we went in. Like, he didn't make a move. And then I was, like, weird. And then afterwards, we're waiting for our parents to pick us up, obviously. So in the movie theater, we're sitting there. And still no moves. And then (laughs) he, like, wrapped his hand around my shoulder and patted, like, patted on my shoulder. And I was, like, all right. Bye. He's like, okay. So that was not a date, but I thought it was interesting. Oh, so he was just like, I'm tell you what. I dated this guy, and he like would walk me, like take me on all these dates, like on trails and stuff. And you know, I don't like trails. And we'd go, and he'd be so sweet and charming. And then I'd go, and like we, he'd go to say goodbye, and I'd like give him that thing, that Claudia move, where you look at his lips and his eyes, and then his lips and his eyes. So funny. But, like, I did that kind of, and, like, kind of, like, lean in, like, a little bit, like, all the body language and kind of, like, <laughs> like, giggle at what they say and, like, hand on arm, whatever. And then, like, he'd literally be, like, <laughs> okay, bye, and, like, would leave. And then the other day, he texted me on Snapchat being, like, hey, I just want to let you know, I know you're dating this guy, and I know we had a thing a few months ago, but, like, or not a few months ago. I know we had a thing, like, six months ago, like, a while ago, but, like, I just want to let you know it's over. And I was like, what oh, I was are say, you okay, talking so about? I'm like nervous for a first date and I get like the nervous shits. Oh, the nervous shits. Ugh, they're so bad. <laughs> the, ner- <laughs> the nervous shits, which is like an anxiety thing, guys. I'm pretty sure. Please don't judge me for it. Okay, next. But um, whenever I'm nervous for a date, like I'll like maybe like the guy like want like in a little bit and then get over him. But like, I if I'm nervous for a date, it never ends up well. Yeah. Like it's like I think it's almost like my body telling me like no, you shouldn't go on this date. Like my body knows before I do, but when I'm not nervous and I'm like chill, I'm like whatever, I don't really care. It goes well always, and I'm like maybe my like body's telling me has like a sixth sense because I'm psychic and it's telling me not to go on the dates. See, I get nervous shits, but anytime anything happens, quite literally at all, I have to. Shit. You'll drop something and get the nervous shits. Yeah, it's crazy. My. My like my very very first date. Well, he's gay, so I guess that tells you how it went. But we were on the same <laughs> we were on the same dance team, and I remember he showed up in sandals, and I saw his pinky toe. And I literally texted my mom, my little you know the Firefly phone that had probably three buttons. Call your mom, call your dad, text your mom, you text your dad. Yeah, I was like, mommy, mine picked me up. His toe was so ugly, and he was gay. But yeah, my mom. Do you want to yeah. dance class and wear sandals? Yeah, my mom's like sitting he's fruity and I was like okay I like fruit you know what you remind me of that bitch from Mean Girls who can hold her boobs and be like there's a 40% chance it's reading right now I lose the entire episode no no it's because you say you shit when you can predict something and I was like oh okay you remind me of that girl from Mean Girls who can be like I have you been holding your boobs yeah I've been like this the entire episode I was, you're just crossing your arms <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sophia's been holding her boobs this entire episode. I love first dates, though, because it's like, judging off how you've been talking to the guy before, you can be whoever the fuck you want, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I love love first dates. You can give a fake name, a fake age, a fake occupation, which is what you do on a daily basis, but it's fine. It's a little psychotic. I was talking about that. I was thinking, I can be flirty, I can be not flirty. Oh. I can change my name and my social security number. Um. It's just fun because it's like you can be flirty, you can be like sexy, oh you can be shy, you can be like innocent. I think I love that. I like the options, but also like 
I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I will know if I would like a guy within the first 10 minutes of the date. Because, like, I had two, like, very different first dates in the last two months. And, like, the first guy, within the first 10 minutes, I texted in the crying in public group chat, bah, ha, 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 fuck this shit, I want to leave. He had the worst voice I've ever heard in my entire life. He was annoying. He was clingy. He brought, a, he, okay, the worst part. He brought a duffel bag to my apartment. Like, when he buys something, he, he buys himself over, number one. From fucking Jersey City. What the fuck is Jersey what? City? What? Yeah. Okay, duffel bag. With a change of clothes, pajamas, a toothbrush, a toothpaste, and like his like night stuff. And oh I was my like, God. baby, I just met you, number one. He said you were staying over. And I was so like, weird. I like kicked him out. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Woo-hoo. Like, leave. He was like, uh, okay. And I was like, you think we're going to fucking live here? Yeah, what? Yeah, you had, he wanted to dress her drawer at Literally. that point. And after that, it was the only time I was ever nervous for a first date. Because I never told Sarah, I was like, fuck, I'm scared. So I didn't like go out with this guy. And I went out and had the best, second best, medium tied for first best first day i've ever had and i was like maybe it's just like luck of the draw exactly yeah i'm like he told me he wasn't talking he told you i told you and tell you this as he was leaving he was like i'll text you in two to three weeks wait you told me this when did he wait when was the last time you saw him um saturday this saturday he said that yeah he he was like he's like he's like like, i get like my little time sometimes i was like i've met you twice dude that's what um ben this ben did to me he goes oh yeah i'm gonna ghost you and then when you're back, I'll talk to you again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I think it's a power thing. Like, but they think it's like. I then he texted me to make sure I arrived safely. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm dead. Like, here's a picture of Aruba. And then he goes, message unavailable. You are ghosted. And I was like, what? He's like, you are blocked. And then, like, doesn't talk to me for a full day. So I freak out. And then he goes, okay, you're unblocked now. How have you been? I'm like, so what? That's like what so Sophia weird. said her thing is like when guys try to go, she, she sends them the ghost emoji. <laughs> Dude, I've always wanted to do that. There's. Like those animojis where you can send the ghost emoji and be like, ooh, I've been ghosted. And you just send it with your voice. If I ever received that, I would literally literally punch you in the face if I received that. (laughs) Have you guys ever like gave somebody the rejection number? Like the, you know, that number that's like, you call it and it's like, you are rejected. If someone gave you this number, that means that I gave that to someone once and they threatened me. Like they found my number from their friend because I I gave it to their friend, but I didn't know he was his friend. It's fine. But I was at a club and I gave it to this one guy, the rejection number. And I gave my real number to his other friend because I thought his other friend was cute, but he wasn't the one hitting on me. So I was kind of like, and then the other guy got my number and was like, I know you gave me the rejection number. Like just letting you know, I followed you home. I know where you're living. Like I'm going to kill you in your sleep tonight. And I was like, interesting obviously he never did because i'm still alive knock on wood but it was so like men get so offended by that kind of thing he also might have just been psycho he also might have just been trying to like play a joke on me but i was like what okay you know what's funny though is i didn't take dates seriously in high school like i didn't think dates was such a big deal i think it was like more important to have hookups than dates in high school for some reason right i agree and then i didn't have my official date like that i didn't plan (laughs) in college and i was like what was i dealing with in high school it's like dates weren't like at our school dates were not a thing unless you were physically in a relationship you did not go on dates you met like somewhere like after school or during lunch break or your free period or you hooked up at a party there was no dates but now in college if a guy ever asked me to hook up with him not go on a date i'm like like, fuck you like a like a free line to you like give me some fucking dinner first yeah i agree you need the dinner out of it oh not to be a nice dinner like make a reservation I was going to actually say something because Sydney was just talking about her, her. She went on two dates. So I went on like two dates like overlapped within like the same day. The same day. Yeah, Oopsies. Um, but yeah. And like the first guy I met like me, how, I guess like I'm just not good with like first impressions. Cause I was like, oh my God, he's amazing. Like I like him so much. Like I'm not going to go on another date. And then I ended up went and went on the other date. Just like give it a try. And I was like, wait, I like this guy 10 times better. And so when I saw the other guy the next time, every single thing he did gave me the ick. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, was a whole, I yeah. Oof. I, and I had to. I was like, I have to ghost him. I'm like, I only like the other guy. That was the guy with <laughs> the first guy I was talking about. With his, he had a sorority voice. I cannot do that. And like, it's one thing for girls to have it, but the guy's yeah. like, oh my god. In my ear, I literally was like, get off me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Sorry. So, you think what what we're hearing is that we're gonna name this episode first. First. Yes. Not milestone. No, because we didn't get through that. Feels like the first time. Should we? Are should we, we do the beginning, or should we like? We're at a, about an hour. Thanks for coming. Anyway, thank you so much for being here with us today. We love you, and we think you're awesome. Okay. okay. <clears throat>
Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And also follow us on Instagram and YouTube. We're going to have daily, no, weekly mini shows coming out on YouTube. So check us out and see you guys. Bye. We're going to say our... No, sorry. I keep doing that every single time. I kind of just assumed they would know it's crying public. Crying in public. public. Just type in crying in public. It'll be right there for you. Yes, crying in public podcast. Don't forget to do that. See you guys. Bye. 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 We love you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. The first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious handwashing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.